0: What's good? My name's is Naria and my name is Caroline. This is the <laughs> Cathartic Experience. Two therapists talking about life in an unfiltered way.
1: Oh, so thank you for joining us today. Um, it's been a minute. I would say it's been a minute since we've yeah. been on air. <laughs> it's been 5 minutes. It's been 5 minutes. Um but before, so today what we're going to focus on is talking about what we hate being women, about being women, what we hate about being women. There we go. <laughs> Apparently I can't talk. It's too early. It's <laughs> but yeah, we're just going to take this time to just like bitch moan and complain about why it's so hard to be a woman
0: because we can and we want to so yeah exactly
1: because we can and we want to so before we delve into anything how are you today
0: but how am i not i'm doing okay um <laughs> forewarning i'm feeling squeezy today so you might hear my stomach <laughs> um how am i i'm doing okay i'm more tired today but hmm. Um, Yeah, we've been working on some projects. We have. One of them being the scholarship.
1: Yes, we launched a $1,000 scholarship for um, any student in Canada um, who is currently attending a um, a university, university, uh, primarily a program in psychology, Psychology. whether it's a Bachelor of Arts or Science. Yeah. Yeah, so please... BIPOC, please yeah. apply online, catharsistherapy.ca yeah. um to learn more about it on the scholarships tab. Um but, but yes.
0: Yeah, that's been and we have other things we're trying to plan. Yeah, so know.
1: it's been a busy time. Yeah.
0: But how are you? Um, um <laughs> How am um, I not? This week,
1: honestly. I'm like, is the universe trying to fight me? Is the universe trying to throw hands because I will throw hands back? They
0: don't throw hands with the
1: universe. Honestly, this has been, and I'm a relatively conflict free person. Mm-hmm. This has been the week of conflict yeah. uh, in relation to other people in my life. And it's been absolutely wild. I've never felt so angry in my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's and all I, contained. It is all contained. <laughs> it is all contained, but I kind of want to break some. <laughs> To be quite honest.
0: What are you trying to break?
1: I'm trying to break a plate. I'm trying to break a cup. Something. Because this stress is too... People are stressful.
0: Yeah.
1: And what I notice is that people just project a lot of things. So they
0: do. They are projecting.
1: <sighs> Anyways. Onto not- your life. Onto my... Anyways. <laughs> um, so we'll delve straight into, you know today what we're meant to talk about so what we hate about being women well oh where do we begin so first biology how about we start with that who the fuck came up with a period (laughs) who the fuck came up with a period
0: uh, eve did
1: eve did well (laughs) she could take it back because i don't want it i don't don't want because this Vortigo is like hmm Maybe I shouldn't, like, bitch and moan about having a period. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. If you think about, like, other animals, Mm -hmm. a lot of those bitches don't be bleeding out once a month. Some of them do, but it doesn't look like that. Yo, we're literally having to put pieces of cotton, toilet paper, and stuff up our... Cups. Cups. (laughs) Up our... Poo parts p- p- yeah, yeah, uh, up our pooms just to protect our pants
0: yeah
1: or our skirts or our legs Yeah, <laughs> they, to me that's crazy like because i know that there are different levels of severity when it comes to that experience mm-hmm. as well Yeah. so
0: where would you say yours lies
1: honestly mine is very tolerable okay like I remember when I was growing up, it was like on the first day, it would be heavy. So I would do that thing where, you know, when you get on your knees and pray, but you're not praying. I'm like, I'm trying to understand. Like you're at the edge of your bed. And you're just like, Lord, help me stand up. Oh, no, I don't know
0: that. I don't know that. And not because
1: it hurts, but because of the queasiness. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. Or you're hunched over something. Anyways, so so that's my first day. And then yeah. day two, day three, it's fine. Um, So my level of severity is actually... Low. Mm-hmm. How about you?
0: You know mine be not bad. <laughs> mine, is, mine is like four to five days. She's usually on time. <laughs> <laughs> I she's dead. really on time. On time. She's rarely late. She's not that heavy. Some pain, but not to the point that like <laughs> you know some people have to take medication for it. Exactly. Yeah, it's not. And it's not.
1: Yeah. You know, in terms of this topic, I'm surprised people don't talk about it more because it's such a normal experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just like, we need to normalize that because it's something that our body has no choice but to, to do. do. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't get why there's such a big stigma in talking about it.
0: Well, the entire woman's body is kind of like, at this. Point. Yeah, 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 I don't
1: yeah. understand why. But uh, I know friends who around this time mm-hmm. throw up. Like, full-on throw-up every single day. Like, they have to miss school, work, because it's just so severe. Um, And that is insane to me. Especially if you're sitting out here like, I don't want no damn kids. But then your period is, like, literally
0: torturing you. You know
1: what I mean? It's just like, what the fuck is the use of this process?
0: But I remember when I was younger. Hmm. Till this day. You know it's like when you're in class and you need to go to the (laughs) bathroom. It, you need to go because you're like Please. something's going on. But I can feel my flow sometimes, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that was a bit much. <laughs> and then it's like you have to get up, and you're like, is the chair okay? Oh, is the chair okay? And then it's like. Am I, Can I get up and go? Is this teacher gonna try to? You can't go to the bathroom, type thing. And I have to take my bag with me so people know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, anxiety.
1: Know, they have ten million ways to hide. Oh, hide your tampons or your pads. Yeah. But I remember the first time I got mine. I remember sitting there. I was like in grade six, and I was like, Doo, do 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 Hmm. This feels strange. And then I'm like, my pants are open. It was like we were sitting down in a circle of people. I hope no one saw, oh, because you know the first time you get it, it literally comes out of nowhere. You could can be plan you could be anywhere. You could be anywhere doing you, anything
0: around
1: anyone. Man. And I remember I got home. I was sitting in the car, and I was like, oh, you got it. And I'm like, bitch, can you tell me what the fuck this
0: is? Oh, man.
1: did you have a conversation with you? No. Me my mom did not have a whole conversation with me.
0: Neither. Me actually what happened for me i think it happened a couple of weeks before like out of the blue randomly a summer mm. I, was, I was like 14 and then after that bit, i done had an accident at home oh, with my entire family there blood on the chair right? i had to throw out the chair and i'm like hey please i can't control this and Nobody told me nothing about nothing true they, true
1: and it's it's so surprising to me how mm, some mothers themselves they've, they've experienced it for like literally w- decades more than their child and you're not going to sit there and talk to the child about what's happening i don't understand I was because she's
0: given a couple of pods now you're a woman speech and it was like okay now you're a woman speech how did yeah. that go like now it means that you know you can have kids and stuff like that and you have to be careful and men and that da, da, da. but it was it was out of more out of fear than anything else it mm-hmm. wasn't like okay this is how this works right. you need to you know true in terms of like even at night i remember Til this day, babe, till this day till this <laughs> day sometimes if you don't have like a good pad like that like that bleeding out on your on your bed true babe, that gets <laughs> me so upset like you wake up and you're like Damn, like true. Because then you have to take everything out.
1: True, it's oh, it's, I think
0: it's a upset. it's a, it's
1: sometimes a process. Because I be sitting out here considering diapers. Sometimes I'm oh, like, let, let me sleep in one. That's let me sleep point. in. One. I don't know if that's TMI, but I'm gonna sleep
0: babe, in a diaper this, this, someday. This entire day, babe. If
1: you can't, they <laughs> <if you> can, <laughs> pull true. out your chair. True, and my issue is is the associations people make to women being on their periods as you know, and and sometimes, yes, PMS does exist. Um, It does exist in that for a lot of women or for some women, Mm -hmm. they do experience quite a shift in their mood and their ability to like regulate emotions when they're on their period because of the hormones and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But to sit there and try to contribute that to every single woman
0: mm-hmm.
1: when they are not in a good mood and to ask are they on their period mm-hmm. that is so fucking disrespectful mm-hmm. like let's not go there let's not do that
0: oh babe. how about that how about that how about babe? we ditch that narrative
1: because just because a woman is passionate standing up for herself whatever it is doesn't necessarily mean that there's this biological thing kind of taking over what if her emotion is justified and it doesn't need to be mm-hmm. explained like, that's my issue with men
0: using that. But, no cat. Steve has told me that before. And it was like, Who told you that before? Uh, Steve. Uh, oh, oh, we're just putting him out there. Yeah, uh, I, think I put him out there already. True. But, and I was like, No, I'm actually ovulating right now. I'm just, and we're not going to do this right now. That is, to me, that is so. Are you weird? No, I'm not, actually. It's just rude. Yeah. Because it's just like, you don't have a period, so we can't attribute but your also, shittiness to anything. Bae, but also the the education of men around like the menstrual cycle, anything that has to do with mood, it's poor. Right? Poor. Right. I remember my mom was. But my mom is low-key still hiding when she's on her period. Mm. To my dad, I'm like, why are we doing that? Even <laughs> <To laughs> the, True. the men for True. Years, why are we doing that? True. Or like you know, you need to have your own separate trash can because i'm like no i'm gonna put this in the general trash can because these guys need to know right what this look like you know what it looks like right and
1: i think another part of this too is like in order to maintain femininity really oftentimes know. men think that it means hiding your natural biological processes yeah. like yes women piss yes yeah, women shit yeah Yes, women have diarrhea. Yeah. Yes, women bleed from their badges.
0: Yeah. The thing
1: the is, being a woman is not a pretty thing. We just make it look pretty. We do.
0: <laughs> but we do.
1: It's not a pretty thing. We it's go not. through a lot of shit on the day-to-day.
0: It be for real though? Yeah. And
1: also the conversation surrounding discharge sometimes your badge just be leaking
0: just to leak <laughs> like okay it is so complex and so sensitive exactly Babe, yeast infections just because right of one little thing exactly it, it doesn't even have to be big big exactly literally. it's not because you have scent up up there big it can be you wore underwear that didn't True. fit right, or whatever. And
1: exactly, bam. or bam. or you wear underwear of the wrong material, and then your badge that has an emotional reaction to it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that we don't need to sit there and you know put everything out on the table for everybody to see because we don't want to overexpose. But at the yeah. same time, the people around us need to know about what it is we encounter on the day to day. And to completely discredit a woman based on a biological process or to attribute any emotional reaction she has to that is just very toxic. It is. It is very inappropriate. It is very, so very invalidating.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: So don't do that. We're not going to do that. We're going to scrap that. Okay? okay. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, I think that... That's a huge, um, that's a huge concern for sure. Um, and I think another part about being a woman that's very difficult is the emphasis around the right weight. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, I remember I was a little chubby. I like my food. Like, I like my food. I was like a little cute, chubby oh, little food thing. Is good. Food is. is good. And e- e- my issue is the emphasis was more so. Well, actually, I was lucky enough, but with with some aunts,
0: Mm.
1: uh, aunties, Mm. the emphasis was around, oh, you look bigger now that I see you again a year later, or oh, you gain weight. Let's try something to lose it.
0: But it could be like, last time I saw you, I was 11, now I'm 13 yeah and they'd be like oh you, you look different but well <laughs> yeah it's been two years aren't
1: i supposed to and grow these are like
0: major years in terms of growth
1: and i think my issue is that when it comes to health it's so attached to appearance and those are two different things mm. those are two different things in that when you focus more on how someone looks They then become ashamed of how it is they look and they try to do things to fix the way they look, not their eating habits. Yeah. So when the emphasis is placed on, oh, your legs are getting a little big or your stomach looks a little big, guess what? The person's not sitting there like, Hmm, what's the healthiest way to get down to this weight? Oftentimes they're like, Okay, I just want a smaller stomach. Yeah. How do I make that happen? Yeah. And you can speak all the logic to them.
0: focused on
1: but that's what they're fixated on Mm -hmm. they could be healthy but if their stomach doesn't look a certain way they will fixate on it until it does Mm. and so there's a lot of policing around women's bodies and we see this so much and Mm. it's to the point where i've had clients too where you know their own parents comment so much on their physical appearance to the point where it's like what Like, what do you mean? I had, for example, um, I had worked with someone who their their father actually started hiding certain foods so that they wouldn't be able to eat it so that they could only eat the foods that he found acceptable so that she could lose
0: weight.
1: And I'm like, that is so, that is so toxic. But But it's
0: also so normalized. Like it's normal now that everyone is on a diet.
1: It is very normalized. And I I would say that for a while, I actually fell into that when I was in my young teens. So I would say like 12 to 18. I was always trying to find a diet, always trying to look into a diet, all that type of stuff. cutting out breads, pastas, rice, cutting out other things, eating at certain times. And in order to break out of that diet mindset, I had to literally sit with myself and be like, okay, for the next two years, you are not going to look at the calories on any product. Mm -hmm. You're just going to eat when you feel like it. And you're going to do that for two years. Because the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight years of your life, You've literally been tracking food like you're the fucking FBI. Yeah, like I can't be body. no FBI yeah. of your body. And the thing is, it got me into the cycle of just like starvation, so restriction and then binging. Mm. Ooh, lord, what a beautiful cycle. You you starve yourself. You start off that morning not eating that much or starving yourself and you're like, "I can hold this for a few days." Mm-hmm. And then midday, by the time noon hits, you crack. <laughs> and it's like, damn, I need to eat some. Dang. But then, because you starve yourself in the morning, it's like, I'm going to eat more, and then I'll make up for it tomorrow. Dang. So you just, I just would go on a binge all day, and then I'd wake up the next day, and the same thing would happen mm-hmm. because it wasn't sustainable. Yeah. And then I would feel really bad after binges. I would feel really guilty. I remember almost getting into this place where I was starting to hide food. Mm. Because I didn't want to see people to see how much I was eating. Okay. But, bro, what a rough
0: time it, in my it, life. I, and you know that this is something that I'm currently struggling with, but just the idea of looking at the calories. How much is this? Hmm. You know, like hmm. if it's a thousand, I'm not going to get it on the menu. If it's 800, 600, I'm going to get it. Hmm. It's, is it going to fill me up? Probably not. <laughs> I'll drink it with some water and right. call it a day. Right, But right. just the pressures of looking a certain way, being a certain way, speaking a certain true. way it's, okay. That is very true.
1: I mean, I don't have any brothers or anything like anything like that. But it would have been oh, different oh. to see the difference in terms of how my parents talk about my weight and my appearance versus yeah. how they would talk about a a son's appearance if that would even come yeah. up.
0: But me. You know, my mother is critical, which has led me to be critical. But it's, it's like, whether you're skinny, you get a comment. If you're chubby, you get a comment. You you can't win.
1: You can't win with your appearance. You really can't. Yeah,
0: you're too skinny. Manger, manger. you you've gained weight. Oh, Like, there's always right. Yeah,
1: you can't. It, it doesn't matter where you fall on the. On the
0: spectrum. spectrum.
1: <laughs> I remember even I I I was in grade twelve and I had uh, lost a whole bunch of weight. First comment I got, you look sick. Like, really, though? Yeah. But y'all were calling me thick, thick
0: a day. while ago. Yes. So,
1: like, it's like, for
0: people, it's like, what do you want when it comes to my body? Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Please. Let women be. And it's this thing where they make an assessment of, they scan you, and then they make a, an assessment of you based on the way that you, like, your weight. Exactly. bae, bae, you know I don't be eating healthy like that,
1: like that. True. But it's just like, you're so right. This, this, um, when people try to attribute a woman's worth with her weight. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, there goes a little cellulite. There Mm -hmm. goes a little, um, stretch marks. Like, that doesn't look good. But it's just like, can you fuck off?
0: No, please. (laughs)
1: Like.
0: Please.
1: We, and that equates to what? Mm Mm-hmm. If we were to comment on everybody's fucking birthmarks, we yeah. would be wasting hella time. Like, I, I just don't understand why people feel the need to comment on all these things. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And, and they were very much in it.
1: We are very much in it. in it. We are very trapped in it. And I had to, like, even sit there and be like, you know what? How am I going to go to the beach and think about my cellulite, instead mm-hmm. of the water, the waves, the temperature, the, the relax, the experience, right. and it's just like some people miss out on the moment because they're so focused on their bodies. Isn't that sad? Mm-hmm. That was me for a long time. Mm-hmm. I would miss on, out on the moment because I was so hyper fixated about what my body looked like in the moment. Right. I miss out on a lot of moments, and now I'm in a place where it's just like. I've resolved that relationship. Mm-hmm. My body is no longer takes precedence over my day. I'm able to be present with family, friends, whoever it is. And I'm also able to be in the moment and enjoy, take in the world in ways yeah. that are so important without me being hyper fixated on my body. But I know that not everybody has that
0: experience. Not everyone is that far in their journey. True. You know?
1: And sometimes yeah. it does take time to break that because society emphasizes it so much. Um, and even when we go down the path of talking about body hair, yeah. like when it comes to being women, like, yeah. you know, why would hair grow in certain spaces if it didn't belong there?
0: Mm-hmm. Leave women alone. But even like, hey, listen, I, have, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. Okay. Yesterday, no, the day before. Yeah, Tuesday. And it was like for like the vagina swab thing. Mm. I shaved everything. But <laughs> and I'm like for what? For the swab. For the swab. <laughs> Why are you shaving for? You're trying to pick up your doctor. No, <laughs> it like is that what people do? Like you want to shave everything so it's more clear as to. Hey. But the doctors know the human body. Yeah, I don't. That's that's. And my brain, it was like, just do, just do that, just oh, do
1: that. Oh, I am just so bad. I, I do have discomfort though with male doctors seeing.
0: Oh, babe, I had two. Or touching, and or was a resident. Oh God. And they were like, do you want to? Do you want to? Do want a female nurse? I'm like,
1: no, I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> True, it's uh... really, but I, I think they're, I mean you would think if someone goes to med school they have more familiarity with it to the point where it's just like like it's
0: coming from a point of just wanting to please
1: yeah just wanting to be okay in the in their eyes yeah yeah be woman enough woman quote-unquote enough yeah Yeah. woman in the right ways yeah or well-kept Our parents emphasized the well-kept. You always have to look prim and proper. You know, and it was one of those things where it was just like, sometimes it was just like, really, though? Like, I understand. But the thing is, God, I love my mom. I swear to God. Um, (laughs) But the thing is, I remember my mom would be like, dress better, dress better, dress Mm. better, look better, be well-kept, da-da-da-da. But she was never home to guide me. Mm. She was never home to be like, hey... Let's use this body wash or you should save your legs once a week or you should do this or you should do that. So I never actually got the guidance where it's just like I got judged for not doing the thing, but you never taught me how to do the thing. Mm. Like I was a kid, like sit down with me, explain things to me, be with me as I do it or I try it Mm -hmm. until I get it right. But don't then shame me for not doing it when no one's showing me how to do it and i had to like resort to a lot of youtube videos but not to do the basic things but because I wanted to look good. Cool. And I thought looking good meant being good at makeup.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's what I'm thinking when she's like, be well kept, be well kept, be well kept. And I'm like, okay, so you want me to look good? So I'm going to look at how to do all this makeup stuff mm-hmm. very well, that type of thing. So I became really good at that. But I still wasn't good in the ways that she wanted me to be yeah. good at, at taking care of myself. You're and th- no, those, are, those are things I had to learn over, like, later, like, past 18. Yeah.
0: But because I, you know, I was in a household where, you know, two girls, two guys. Mm. They, I got to see that difference between the ways that my mom pressure and i do love my mom but the way that she put pressure on us girls to you know you need mm. to shave you need to okay like you're starting to grow like a mustache you need to keep that you know mm. you need to shave that you need to do that you need to go hmm. wax you need you know like your eyebrows have to be a certain way that my brothers can look could show up any type of way busted busted, busted. <laughs> that hairline is gone they ain't nobody. <laughs> dusty and crusty but ain't nobody worried about you ain't nobody worried about them but and I, Damn. Remember one time, I think my uncle made a comment about like um women and shaving and i i, I remember feeling so upset because i'm like hey, you don't have a place you don't have a word to say you don't have a place to comment on no, that you don't No, because we're talking about how people <sighs> get laser surgery and he was like i don't think this is normal but i'm like do you, are you the one that has to do with no You've never have to deal with that.
1: And, and for women, we've, we've really normalized beauty as pain. Oh, baby. And I feel oh, that when baby. I sit there and fucking get my hair braided. Oh, i Your
0: hair I, I, permed?
1: Your Wait, hair that, permed? That burned? that burn bro um I,
0: i'm almost done but that i'm almost done is like 10 minutes
1: true. <laughs> also the eyebrow waxing oh, really? or the i know people who get brazilians yeah. and apparently that's a
0: whole and then some guys have have the audacity to make comments about you know you didn't shave enough or you didn't who can i no no
1: because the thing is, if she didn't do it properly, you going to do it for me, boo. Yeah. You're going to do it. you got to get certified.
0: But no, they're not. But no, so they're not. Oh, so goodness, many requests. So many requests.
1: And it's just like, if how you view your partner is solely based on her appearance, ooh.
0: re that relationship. Re-evaluate. Oh my. Yeah.
1: And I understand, though. I, I genuinely understand When someone is in a relationship with someone, let's say, who's very well kept, and then they lose that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: to the point where they are no longer taking care of themselves, that's actually a valid concern. Because, like, let's say the person's going through, like, a depressive episode, and they've literally let everything go. Mm -hmm. Like, they are not caring for themselves. Not not looking good. That's a different... than taking care of yourself and making sure that you have time to nourish your body, nourish yourself. Also, um, like relax your body. Mm -hmm. Do things that are just good for you and your well-being. So I do understand when partners are like, hey, you let yourself go, but at the same time, if she just became a new mom, if she's parenting, if she's taking care of your kids and you're not putting in anything and you're like, you let yourself go, fuck off. Fuck off.
0: I forgot about that. Ba the whole pregnancy ordeal. babe your stomach is growing out, you gained weight. babe now you, you can have like stretch marks on your belly. True. babe they done cut you up, babe Cut did a snip snip? And then some guys a bit, you've let yourself Bit postpartum
1: postpartum but, like let a ooh, woman be as if her body didn't
0: so much
1: as if her body wasn't brutalized yeah. by the pregnancy process like have some empathy or sympathy oh, please women go through so much. they go through so much and people have the audacity to be like mm, go through it and look pretty while you do it please yeah. because we can't see the, the after effects of how hard this was for you, we don't want to be reminded of that, just clean it up and look okay. like no, there's this too much too much of the sit still look pretty type yeah, thing. We're not doing that. No, we are not doing that. We are not doing that at all. and um, it doesn't
0: mean that women are bitchy, it just means that we're human. We are human. We are human. Yeah. We have hair growing in places that may. Like everyone
1: else. True. But, true. And, and I think lastly, a, a big part of this is um, another part of policing women's appearance of this, is this idea of you should smile more. You should, you should smile, smile more. more. Hmm. <sighs> what if I don't want to? And this life is
0: hard.
1: What man do you see there? Sitting there. You When you look at a man, it's not like, you should smile more. Mm. I've never thought that thought once in my life.
0: Yeah.
1: And I remember given me working in customer service, I would always have to be you know, more peppy or more smiley until mm-hmm. I until I started working at the fucking print, print shop at the university. I didn't give a fuck. But, my face was looking all type of all types of ways people could see that irritation. And the thing is People get so threatened by women who are not smiling sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why is this making you uncomfortable? Because not only are we supposed to meet all these standards, but we're supposed to be happy and not show a, sh- mm-hmm. a, a shred of actual human emotion.
0: Yeah, discomfort.
1: I don't understand. But no. I don't understand. And I think it's all part of, you know, the, the when you think of the greater social context where it's just like Men were allowed to do all these things first and take power and women were just supposed to take it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Oh, I'm providing for the family. You just deal with my moods, my emotions. You do everything for me. You take Mm -hmm. it. And I think that a lot of women nowadays in and not every relationship is like this, but in a lot of relationships where it's like the man can act any type of way.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He could be disrespectful, he could be rude, Mm -hmm. he could act childish, he could say, he could say just, he could talk out of his ass, and she Mm -hmm. just takes it.
0: Yeah. Until she cracks, right?
1: Until she cracks, the thing is, but cracking doesn't look like cracking, though. Mm -hmm. Because even though she cracks, it doesn't mean she's going to leave, maybe she'll break down and cry by herself. The baby girl's not going anywhere. anywhere, baby girl's not going anywhere so a lot of things have been normalized to the point where it's just like this is a new era yeah and one thing i try to promote a lot within my practice is empowerment especially Mm -hmm. for women especially when it comes to calling people out on disrespect and wrongdoings Mm -hmm. because there's no reason why someone should treat you like shit or act like they don't appreciate you and you just have to take it it's a choice to take it it is it is a choice
0: so helping women in that sense is very important.
1: It is very yeah. important to me because I've seen men get away with too much. But they still do. And not all you men, some of you, we love. With side eye. With a side eye, <laughs> a side eye. Some. some. It's slim pickings out here, but... Um, okay. But y'all gotta be a little more with
0: it. They really do. A little more with Ask it. Ask more questions, come from a point of view... That is less judgmental. And more just trying to... Yeah,
1: be curious.
0: Read an article.
1: Read an article. Ask your girlfriend or your wife more about what she experiences in certain areas. Don't
0: make assumptions. Don't
1: make assumptions and don't judge her. Yeah. Get to know what that's about for her. Oh, ah, yeah. so it's just like it, it's so interesting when we're on this topic, but what we hate about being women, yeah, biology and appearance, <laughs> those are two main things. So yeah. we just ran through some of the mm-hmm. lists. so, um, I guess the reflection question is, what do you hate about being a woman? Yeah, what is it that you hate? And we will definitely follow up with part two of this segment,, uh, but for now, we will leave you with but.